Jesus feels like dying deep inside And I guess sometimes that's truly what it is For he's calling me to lay aside selfishness and pride So he can mold my heart and make it more like his got a special for us this morning too.
I wasn't planning to sing this morning, and Josh asked me to, so y'all pray for me. So I just got a little bit to practice.
you have your Bibles this morning, look with me in Psalms 4. Psalms 4, thank you for that special. Miss Holly, thank you for that special. I asked Lacey uh, to sing that this morning. I, uh, the sermon that I intended to preach today is not the sermon that I'm preaching today. Uh, but the Lord changed me last night. and uh, So bear with me as we follow the direction of the Holy Spirit of God. It's his sermon, it's his message, it's his word, and I want him to do with it as he has directed us today. And uh, man, isn't it great to be in the presence of the Lord? Isn't it great to be in the presence of God's people? What a sweet, sweet spirit that's in this place today. God is good. God is good all the time. Uh, before we get into our scripture, I do want to invite you to come back this evening. We do have a very big night for our church. As y'all know, we lost our associate youth pastor and Brother Trey as he set sail to go to Sterlington. And we have intervie interviewed Brother Rob Cox for this position. We will be voting tonight on that position. Please be here. Please be in prayer. I love Brother Rob, but I want God's will to be done in the life of our church and in his life. Also, as you all know, he has a big job, a lot of responsibilities, and I'm going to ask the same thing that when he came out and announced his call, uh, he's the head coach at Drew Central uh, High School. He has to deal with his team and his administration. Let's let him deal with that. Let's let him talk to them. Uh, and whatever God does, God give him grace to handle that situation. Uh, God is going to use that man in a mighty way. And uh, whether it's here or wherever it is, y'all pray for him as he makes these decisions. Psalms 4. You may be. You may stand this morning in reverence of God's word. Psalms 4 and verse 1, it says, Hear me when I call, O God, my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will ye turn my glory into shame? How long will ye love vanity and seek after leasing? Selah. That means just stop and just think about this. Then he said, But know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Aren't you glad that God will hear us when we call unto him? And here's our text this morning. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still, Selah. After the sacrifices of righteousness, and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, I pray, Lord, that we do as David directed his enemies that day to stand in awe of who you are. Lord, I am convicted today that we have lost our all in who you are. How can we walk away from you? How can we turn and live such filthy lives? I believe it's because we lost our all. A nation that you have exalted. 
we have lost our all. Lord, I pray that you would remind us who you are and how great you are and how much you love us. And Lord, I'm not praying for this big move. I'm not praying for anything other than one thing. That we would just stand still and be in awe for what you've done. Lord, if you don't do anything else past today, but we know you are because of your word. But Lord, if you didn't do anything else past today, we could still stand in awe for what you've done for us yesterday and all of the things that you've done in our life. But Lord, we're not just going to stand in awe for yesterday, but we're going to for today. And we're going to stand in awe for what you're going to do tomorrow. God, I just stand in awe in your presence. Draw us near today. Open our hearts to the preaching of your word. Give me preaching grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. Psalm 4, verse 4 is our text this morning. Stand in awe and sin not. That's the title of our message this morning. Stand in awe and sin not. Boy, how much our life could be fixed if we would just stand in awe and sin not. How much our life would be so much easier if we would just stand in awe of the glory and majesty of God and sin not. If we got in awe, if we got into His presence, I believe we would begin to live a life that is pleasing to Him. I don't believe you're going to get to that place that you sin, that you sin not until you stand in awe of who He is. And you get a glimpse of His glory and His majesty. And you see that we serve a holy and a righteous and a loving God. Isn't He lovely today? Isn't he wonderful today? Isn't he everything? Man, I tell you that anything that is positive today can be attached to the personality of our loving God. He is great in everything and every character and every name and every attribute. God is great. God is great and he is above all. He is greater than sport athletes. He is greater than Hollywood. He is greater than politicians. He's greater than Republicans and Democrats. He is a level above all. David said, stand in awe. Stand in awe of who he is. In context here, David is speaking to his enemies. David did a lot of great things for the Lord, but he also made a lot of mistakes. David had to suffer the consequences, if you will, from his mistakes. David had a lot of enemies. His own son, Absalom, uh, turned against him, and he went about in the kingdom to divide the kingdom against King David. And King David here is writing about these enemies. He's addressing these enemies. He had so many people against him. He had so many people that was against his reign and against his throne. And a lot of them was against him because he was for the Lord. And David simply got to the place, listen, you don't have to respect me. You don't have to love me. You don't have to adore me. But I must direct your attention. To stand in awe of the God that I love and that I serve. And David could have did anything he wanted to do with his enemies. He could have placed them in prison. He could have had their heads taken off. He could have done anything he wanted to do. But he simply said, stop. 
and stand in awe of who he is. Now the problem here is they were addressing who David was. David turned it and said, don't worry about who I am. You worry about who he is. And may I tell you, as God's people, we are right in our hearts when we get past who we are. And we get focused on who he is. So many times we exalt ourselves. So many times we are hung up on us. But David said, don't look at me. Don't look at my life. But look at his life. Stand in awe and sin not. Now I have three points I want to preach and then we're going to go to the house. Number one in verse six. There be many that say who will show us any good. Notice the request of King David. He said, Lord, lift up the light of thy countenance upon us. Number one, stand in awe and see his countenance. See his countenance. The word countenance there means brightness and splendor. David is talking to these people and he says in verse 6 he asks the question, there be many that say, who will show us any good? They begin to question is there any good in this life? Is there any good in society? And David made a request Lord, lift up the light of thy splendor of thy glory of thy brightness. Lift it up upon us so that they can see who you are. He's simply saying, stand in awe and see a splendor. Stand in awe and see who he is. I want you to know that Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. God is the creator of the universe. We would have nothing without him. May I tell you, the, from the birds singing to the to the beautiful trees, to the beautiful mountains, to the, to the beautiful firmament the clouds, the sun, the stars in the sky, everything of these things in His creation speaks of the glory and the splendor and the brightness of an almighty God. May I tell you that He's created everything that we have. He's created you. If it wasn't for Him, you wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for Him, you wouldn't have anything. May I tell you, He planted the grass that we're walking on. He planted the trees that we behold so much and love so dearly may I tell you that he is the creator of all things and David said Lord lift up your countenance just lift up your brightness and your splendor and your glory that we may see who you are if you hadn't seen God in your life you're blind because God is everywhere. God is in all things. God is everywhere in all of His creation. And all of His creation reigns and sings of His glory and of His majesty. Over in the book of John, you don't have to turn there. I'll turn there. But I love there in the book of John, when John the Baptist seen Jesus for the very first time, and old John the Baptist knew who he was, it said the next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was 
before me. John the Baptist was elevated so many times by Christians in his ministry, but he said, listen, there's somebody before me. There's somebody that's above me. Over in John chapter 3, the question came to him and said, well, what about the disciples that are baptizing in Jesus' name? And they're baptizing more than you are, John the Baptist. And I love his answer. He said, he that hath the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bride, oh man, I don't know about you. I'm not the bridegroom, but I sure want to be his friend today. I sure want to know him today. He said, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. When is it fulfilled? When Jesus is exalted above him. Then he prayed, he must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. We need to stand in awe of who he is. He shines above every man. Above every man. Do you know how we've lost our all in Jesus? We begin to put our all in man more than we all God. We lift up man. We lift up people. We lift up governments. We lift up so many people more than we do Jesus Christ. Now I'm going to tell you. I am sensitive to everybody's birthday and everybody's anniversary. I am sensitive to all of that. But I just believe when we come in the Lord's house that we can talk more about Jesus than we can ourselves. And sometimes we, we take our religion and we make it more about us than we do Him. I'm all for singing happy birthday. I'm all for saying happy anniversary. I'm all for recognizing people. But Brother Allen, we do it six days a week. Can we not for one day just put everybody else down for a minute and just exalt who He is? We lift up ministries. We lift up people. We lift up this one. Look at what this one did this week. Boy, this one did this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This one did this. and this. What did Jesus do? Our job as His church is to lift Him up. He said, if you'll lift me up, I'll draw all men unto me. May I tell you, I'm a preacher of the gospel. I have no business getting up here, taking your time, and exalting me or my family. And if I ever do, I'm wrong. My job is to exalt Him. My job is to lift up Jesus so that y'all can stand in awe of who He is. He's above men. He's above music. Man, we're so messed up on our music today. Man, I'm telling you, you know where music come from? came from Christians. One of the first songs in the Bible, God's people was in Egypt. The, the blood of the Lamb was presented on the doorpost. The death angel came through, and the people of Israel got out of bondage. They've been in bondage all these years. And as they left Egypt, they were not crying. As they left Egypt, they were not laughing. As they left Egypt, they were singing the songs of praise to Jesus Christ. They were in awe of what Jesus had done for them in His life. 
We're so hung up on contemporary and southern gospel. And well, man, if you play it with this instrument or that instrument, fooey on all that. It don't matter what style it is. As long as it brings him honor and glory. May I tell you, every song that is sung in this place, every song that should come from our mouth ought to be about Him. Ought to exalt Him. We ought to stand in awe through the musics and the songs. When we get to heaven, man, I can't carry, I can't carry a tune or a note or any of that mess. I can't carry any of it. But bless God, when I get to glory land, I'm going to sing like a bird. Man, I'm going to sing. The Bible says that we're going to get a new song. And we're going to sing the song that angels don't even get to sing. We're going to sing the song of redemption. And we're going to look at Jesus as a lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. And we're going to sing like we ain't never sing before. You say, I don't like singing. Don't go to heaven. There's going to be a lot of singing in heaven. And we're going to glorify Him. And we're going to stand in awe for what He's done for us. But let's not just do it in heaven. Let's do it here too. Let's just practice. Let's just let's let Him carry us on over. Just singing and shouting His praises. That's what we're going to do when we get there. May I tell you, we ought to stand in awe. Who He is above men through our music. But above our ministries. And I say this all the time, and I'm going to say it again. I love Awana. And I don't mind feeding kids, and I don't mind doing this, and I don't mind doing that. But if we're not sharing the gospel with them, we're not doing our job. And I'm going to tell you, the last three weeks, we've had nine souls get saved right here at Promised Land Missionary Baptist Church because our staff at Awana has made it more about eating or games. They made it about Jesus. We must exalt Him in all that we do through Promised Land Missionary Baptist Church. It's not about us being seen. It's not about anybody else being seen other than Jesus through everything that we do here. Oh, let your light shine. Oh, God, let us see your countenance. You know what's happening? These kids are getting to see the countenance of God. These teachers get in there and they share the gospel and they get to see a little bit of God. They get in here at the end of devotion and they get to hear about Jesus. And the light impresses upon their hearts and convicts them of their salvation. It's not that we're getting them in the games. It's not that we're getting them in the food. But we're getting them under the light. And we're letting them see the countenance. Well, what are y'all doing to get them kids? Are, y- are y'all scaring them? What are, what are the tactics? We're just presenting Jesus. And when you let Jesus get out there, He said, exalt me, lift me up, and I'll draw them. And that's all we're doing. Isn't God good? They're getting to see who He is. And when they see who He is, they want Him. Notice here in verse 7, if you're with me, say Amen. It says, Thou hast put gladness in my heart. Number two, stand in awe and receive His gladness. When you get a hold of His countenance, may I tell you that you will receive gladness. Joy comes from knowing the Lord. The joy of your life ought to come from knowing Jesus, number one. I want you to notice what He said. More than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. Make us happier than one of the greatest times of harvest. He said, Lord, we are stuck on physical things. 
and we are stuck on the things of this world and they only look at the harvest. They only look at what they get. Lord, you give us gladness above all of those things. No matter if we're rich or we're poor, give us gladness. Put joy deep down in our hearts and our souls. Lord, when we look at you, you make us smile regardless of what we're going through. I believe if we would stand in awe, that we would receive a gladness in our hearts. People are miserable today. People are miserable today. People are broken hearted today. Well, I don't have anything to smile about. Well, you never met Jesus. Missionary Baptist, we know Jesus. We got something to smile about. Amen? There ought to be joy and gladness in our hearts. It doesn't matter if our bank account is full. It doesn't matter if we don't have all the physical things. If we know Jesus and we've placed Him number one in our life, there ought to be gladness in our hearts. You know why people are miserable in this world? Because they put their faith in physical things. And if you do that, as long as you don't have those physical things, you won't have joy. But friend, if you got Jesus, you can be the poorest man on this earth and still be the richest. Gladness and joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Happiness. Lord, have mercy. Smile every now and then. Be happy. My gosh, let's sing His praises. It's all right to laugh. It's okay to smile. It's all right to get excited about what you believe. It's all right to have a good time in the Lord. It's all right to enjoy your salvation. Church service ought not be a funeral service. Come on. Church service ought not be a funeral service. We ought to be the happiest people on earth because we have received His gladness. And He puts joy down in our hearts. Why? Because we stand in awe. And when we get in His presence and we behold Him, oh, the joy that comes to our hearts. Oh, the excitement that we get when we get into the presence of God. It never gets old to lead people to Jesus. They walked in my office this week. I don't know how many of them the last three weeks. They walked in there just crying, broke down. Preacher, I'm going to hell. This is bad. Oh, oh, misery, misery, misery. And they fall down on their knees. And they begin to talk to Jesus. And oh, their countenance change. And oh, their spirit begins to change. And people get on their knees crying and sobbing in misery. But bless God, they get up with a smile. They get up with a joy. They get up with an excitement. And I love it. It never gets old. But what are you smiling about? I just met Jesus. Well, if you died right now, where are you going? I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Brother Trey, I got to see your kids a few weeks ago, just two Sundays ago, that little Emma got down here, dying and going to hell, got on her knees and accepted Jesus. She got up with the biggest grin, biggest smile. Man, it never gets old. I've seen grown people fall on their face before a holy God and get joy out of this world.
Enter into their life. I've met some of the meanest, baddest people fall on their face in misery, but get up with joy in their hearts. The joy of the Lord. Notice number three, this last verse here. Verse number eight, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Stand in awe and enjoy his peace. Stand in awe. When we stand in awe of Jesus, we will receive the peace that passeth all understanding. We are in such turmoil today over everything we go through. The psalmist David said, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. I want you to look in Psalm 37. If you're with me, say amen. amen. Psalm 37. God's people, we need peace. We need peace that passeth all understanding. And I believe if we would stop and stand in awe of who He is today, that He would give us that peace. Psalm 37 is one of my favorite psalms. No matter what you're going through, child of God, no matter the trials that you're going through, if you would stop and stand in awe, He'll remind you of these scriptures. Notice verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of Him who prospereth in His way, because of the man that bringeth wicked devices to pass. I love that verse. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Child of God, we can rest in Him. If we would stand in all today, if we would quit being in all of our trials, if we would quit being in all of what we're going through and be in all of Him, be in all of His majesty. Quit being surrounded by your troubles and surround yourself with God and be in all of Him and rest in Him. We trouble too much. We stay up at night too much. Rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Aren't you thankful that He can bring peace to your life? Aren't you thankful that He can come in the midst of adversity and settle everything down? Notice this in verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. Isn't that awesome? Y'all ever fall? Y'all ever fall? I fall every day. But bless God, I'm not cast down. God's got this. God's got us. God has saved us and secured us. Though we fall, He shall not utterly be cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with His hand. Isn't that beautiful? The Lord will uphold you if you would stand. And I'll notice what He's saying. I've been young and now I'm old. Yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken nor seed, his seed begging bread. Now listen, he is ever merciful and lendeth and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. Isn't he awesome? He can hold us up. He can secure us. He can save us. He can protect us. How many times as God's people, we forget that. But when we get into His presence and we stand in awe of who He is, we will enjoy the peace 
that He intended us to have. Adam and Eve got into the Garden of Eden. They had all the peace in the world and they messed up. And they partook of sin and that peace left. But when Jesus came 2,000 years ago, the angels started singing, Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Peace is here. You can have peace, child of God. Lost person, you can have peace if you would stand in awe of who He is. Oh, this preacher is so good. Oh, this preacher can preach. Oh, this singer can sing. It's not about the preacher. It's not about the singer. It's about Him. I don't want you to fall in love with the preacher. I don't want you to fall in love with the singers. But I want you to fall in love with Jesus. I want you to see Him. And if you leave this place, and man has been lifted up, we have done wrong. If my kids can just see Him, I can't force them to serve the Lord. But if they could just see Him, and stand in awe, they'll fall in love with Him. Child of God, I preach till I'm blue in the face, but I'm not going to get anything through you until you see Him for who He is. And you stand in awe of who He is. And I can preach till I'm blue in the face, but you're not going to serve Him till you fall in love with Him. I can preach the greatest sermons. We can sing the best songs. But nothing will ever change in our life until we stop and we just stand in awe. Stand in awe of who He is. He put the stars in the sky. The moon up yonder. I can't explain all that. I don't have to. But I can just say God did it. How that sun don't come barreling down at us, I don't know. But God did it. The mountains, the sea, the water, the rivers, the lakes. I don't know, but glory to His name. I don't know. Hey, I'm not going to hell today. 